Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your confidence coach, specializing in communication and personal transformation. I practice this through feng shui and organization, coaching, neuro-linguistic programming, hypnotherapy, and all that spirituality woo-woo. My mission in life and goal with this podcast is to help you achieve total freedom and optimize your life by building confidence within your mind, body, and spirit. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, but rather something that you learn. And with confidence, personal, time, and financial freedom are already manifesting deep within you. So if you love personal development, spirituality, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming confidently you. Hello, confident soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your host on your confidence building journey. And today's episode is inspired by some rather fascinating and frankly mind-blowing research that I was just introduced to by my mentor, Catherine Zankina, or otherwise known as the Manifestation Babe. And it's the research of Dr. Emoto, who is a Japanese scientist who revealed some groundbreaking research about the behavior, properties, and memory of water. So before I like totally nerd out on you, I want to share with you about a time in which I was very unkind to myself and then conditioned myself to love myself. So before reaching my rock bottom in life, and I maybe you can relate to me when it comes to this, my mind was consumed with self-doubt, fear, self-hatred, unworthiness, disgust for my body, and I thought I was ugly and ill-formed. Who can relate to me with that kind of mindset and language? so unhealthy, so unloving, so unkind. And when I think back to that time in my life, I am, honestly, it makes me feel a little bit sad for myself. But on the other hand, I'm very proud with the progress that I've made on my journey. And therefore, very honored and excited to be talking about my experiences here with you and that I'm now at a point where I'm comfortable and in fact inspired to share my life with you and to hopefully inspire change within yourself. So like I said, had all of this negative self-talk, thoughts of unworthiness, disgust for my body, etc. And as an observer, if you paid enough attention to me, The way that I felt about myself was evident in my behaviors and my output of energy and the language that I would use. I had poor posture by constantly hunching my body as if it was an attempt to hide or appear smaller. And it would even manifest in such a way that I'd find myself clenching at my abdominal muscles as almost an attempt to make them t- 
tighter and appear more muscular and thinner. And as for my energy, I was often fatigued and devoid of inspiration. And I had like, I had this like transparent sense of false confidence that manifested itself as an overactive ego, an outward appearance of high self-esteem that was actually impossible to maintain when I was behind closed doors. So this meant that when I was alone, I had major downward spirals of energy because the social version of myself or like the, the outer version that I would portray of myself when I was in public became very exhausting to withhold and maintain. And I would speak to myself with condescending and hateful language. I would say things like, your hair is a frizzy mess. Your cellulite is disgusting. Look at how protruding your muffin top is. Your breasts are so tiny. Your thighs are huge. You're skipping every meal today. And I think you get the picture that, I, that I'm painting for you here. It was not good. And all of this was a devastating cycle of hateful communication to myself and deeply lacked any sense of self-love and preservation. Because need I remind you that communication is not just the words that we use. 55% of communication is body language, 38% is tonal and emotional, and only 7% is words. So all of this that I just described to you about my posture and about my energy, these were all forms of communication that I was transmitting to myself. And this became a cycle of poor posture that communicated a sense of, of smallness or to, to be smaller to myself. And my emotions were always depressed and sad and lonely and disconnected, which I numbed in an attempt to avoid these avoid these emotions. But this also meant that I was not experiencing love, joy, peace. And lastly, the language that I spoke to myself perpetuated the thoughts and feelings that I had about myself. But when I found myself at my rock bottom and finally ready to make positive change, I began to communicate with myself differently. And this also affected how I received communication from other people. And even though I didn't initially believe it, I spoke positively to myself. I more intentionally practiced yoga to connect with my mind, my body, and spirit, which actually corrected my posture. And it, 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 it felt like this opening up of myself, both physically, emotionally, and spiritually. It's, 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 it's kind of a strange phenomenon. Like, so when you have this sort of hunched posture, how much that has a physiological effect on you, and then to all of a sudden feel your heart open up and to lead with that heart. It's amazing how you do this both physically and spiritually and emotionally all together. And when people would send me love in the form of energy or 
compliments, most obviously, I was more open to receiving it. So not only was I talking to myself more positively and sending loving, intentional energy my own way, as soon as I started doing that for myself, I then became more open when other people shared their love with me. I was setting the intention to become healthy again, to be happy and wholehearted. And slowly but surely, over time, it began to positively impact me. I should say, slowly but surely and repetitively. This is something that I had to consciously practice on a regular basis. But through this practice, I began to believe And the more I practiced my self-care and lovingly communicated with myself, the more that belief became instilled and changed me. So you can imagine that when I came across this research from Dr. Emoto that I'm about to share with you, the information just clicked with me on such an intuitive and knowing level. So Dr. Emoto Dr. Emoto conducted research on water to observe if its crystal structure changed by exposing it to different conditions. So we're talking about water on its most basic molecular atom atomic structure. And what he discovered is nothing short of amazing. Like, it's truly fucking mind-blowing to me, really. He was able to photograph the crystal structure makeup of water for different intentions that were projected onto the water. So, such as love and gratitude, disgust, hate, even different kinds of music changed the crystal structure. And he, in fact, revealed that these intentions not only change the structure of the water, but the water maintains this as a memory. So why is this relevant to what I'm talking about today? Well, water takes on the shape, so to speak, in which the vessel it is contained. So you put water in a glass, it takes on the shape of the glass, right? And as you may already know, Our bodies are made up of something like 70% water. Allow that to sink in. How we communicate with ourselves is an ever-influential and mirroring experience. So when we send energetic intentions towards ourselves, this affects us on a cellular level. And the cellular... The cellular state in turn affects back onto us. So it's like this crazy cycle that is like constantly going back and forth and feeding off of each other. So when we tell ourselves that we are unworthy, undeserving, or or stupid, or ugly, this changes our cellular makeup and stores as a cellular memory. And this in turn affects our posture and other forms of body language, you know, like that hunching or tightening of the abdomen that I was telling you about. 
It affects the emotions we experience and how we internalize and or interpret those emotional experiences and will affect the language that we use to speak to ourselves. And one of those contributing factors is because we are made up of water. So I'd like to ask you, what crystal shape is water contained as in your body? Is it in the shape of love and gratitude, which... If you didn't know, love and gratitude are the highest vibrational energies that are available to us. Or is your water in the shape of hate and disgust or fear? Those are the lowest vibrational energies that are available to us. And if you're anything like how I was, know that I am talking directly to you right now, okay? Because this episode is for you. I know that you are in pain. But also know that you can train your brain out of this habit. Because this is, in fact, a habit. The way that we communicate, it's a behavior. And behaviors can turn into habits, You can learn to consciously communicate with yourself by setting the intention to do so. And maybe first that you're going to have to unlearn some of the ways that you've been treating yourself or talking to yourself, communicating to yourself, and then be open-minded and willing to learn new ways to do so. You can consciously choose to change your posture and body language consciously choose how you interpret your emotions like look let's look at the example of excitement versus anxiety when we experience excitement or anxiety in our bodies they physically feel identical if not very closely the same but it's our interpretation or our perception of that physical feeling in our body and simply putting a label on it. And so excitement being the positive or loving emotion and anxiety being a negative or fearful emotion. So really analyzing that about your emotions and how you interpret them. You can consciously choose how you interpret your emotions. And those are excitement versus anxiety is just one example. And you can also consciously choose the words that you speak to yourself. So here are a few recommendations that I invite you to try that are that are simple and don't require tremendous effort. Because I understand that when we're working on ourselves and actually... I should say that when we are developing ourselves, that takes a lot of energy. And I want you to be able to preserve as much energy as possible when taking care of yourself so that your energy can be as widespread and abundant and prolific as possible. So here are some simple things that don't require a lot of of energy to in order to reprogram your brain so that way once you take those baby steps of reprogramming your brain you can then devote more energy to the more complicated and more mm, effort-filled training things that you can do to build confidence within yourself okay so accept 
genuine and authentic compliments from people. Oh, let me tell you. I used to reject compliments like it was going out of style. If I didn't throw it back into someone's face and be like, uh, are you fucking kidding me? I am so not beautiful. Or this outfit looks horrible on me. You know, does that sound familiar to you? If it wasn't that, then I would be completely ignoring the compliments, whatever. But if you accept compliments that are genuine, of course, I don't mean like backhanded compliments. I'm talking about from people that deeply love you and want to nourish you. Accept and those genuine and authentic compliments. And you'd be amazed if you just set the intention. Like if you tell yourself right now, okay, from this moment on, I am going to accept compliments from people. You'd be amazed at what will happen from you simply just being open-minded, but also what will happen when you begin to accept those compliments and how it's going to instill that belief within yourself. Okay, another recommendation that I invite you to try is choose one thing that you undeniably do love about yourself and focus on that. Try to add one thing to the list every day. And if that's overwhelming or if you don't believe that you could add something every day, maybe try once a week and really focus on that piece of yourself that you love. Maybe it's that you're a kind person. Maybe it's that you're excellent with math- mathematic equations. Or maybe you are are wonderful with children. I don't know. Whatever it is, focus on that one thing that you undeniably know to be true about yourself and give it energy. Okay? Fill your cup with that loving energy and focus on what you love about yourself. Because where attention or intention goes, energy flows. The biggest thing that I could say for you to do to yourself is to set the intention to love yourself. It's so simple to change your energetic state. And actually what I really mean by that is to change your emotional state because energy or pardon me, emotions are energy and motion. And if you intentionally focus on changing your state or your emotional state, you can effectively change how you behave. And it only takes 17 seconds to concentrate on a feeling of love and allowing that feeling of love to penetrate your whole being. It only takes 17 seconds to raise your energetic vibration. And like I said before, where intention goes, energy flows, this also plays on to plays on to the law of attraction and how like attracts like. So when you raise your energetic vibration by instilling that feeling of love within yourself, you are going to attract more love to you. And confidence is all about self-love. You need to love yourself unconditionally. 
Now, every time that you look at water, I want you to be reminded of what you now know about water and allow water to teach you every day that you are capable of profound transformation. If you haven't already, please take advantage of my free guided meditation. Okay? If you haven't if you haven't taken advantage of it yet, take this as a reminder that I am speaking directly to you that there are multiple tools available to you, but you have to take action. I want to help you grow. I want to help you evolve. I want to help you transform. But the responsibility for that is on you. So how do you get this free guided meditation that I'm talking about? Maybe this is the first episode that you've listened to and that's okay. So sorry if I was feeling a little bit nudgy there, (laughs) but I really want you to take advantage of this free guided meditation. So how do you do that? Well, if you found this information that I delivered to you in this podcast to be as, as mind-blowing as I did, please show me some love and take advantage of this free gift. And you do so by subscribing to this podcast and writing a review and screenshot that you have subscribed and take a screenshot of the review that you submit and email it to amber at confidentlyyou.ca. Not to worry. Don't need, don't need to write that down. You'll find that in the show notes, but please do so because I want you to have as many tools and modalities as you possibly can to build this self-love within yourself. So thank you so much for listening to today. I really do hope that you found the value in this lesson and I am so look forward I so look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff. If this episode blew your mind, please show me some love by downloading and subscribing. A small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them by screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Mwah.